Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Retired Athletes Podcast. You got your host, Dan, here with Kevin again today. Mm-hmm. Uh, here to touch on week three of the NFL week and uh, look ahead to week four. So uh, I guess we should start out maybe with our bets. Mm-hmm. Um, not, Unfortunately. Not so great of a week for us, but um, <laughs> I did get my lock of the week, which was a little skeptical going into the week. But mm-hmm. um, So what are your thoughts on uh, your teams? The Titans, I thought we were going to pull it out. but Oh, man. That's one of those uh, games that on paper going into Sunday, it was just like, you know, what am I missing here? Titans should right. roll on the Vikings. And then by the end of the game, you're just like, oh, yeah, I, like Vegas knows more than me. The guys setting the lines are good, you know? <laughs> right. Well, the, the Vikings are one of those weird teams, too, where, like, they'll have one of those great games against a team like the Titans. And just it's like, okay, where's this team been all year, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, Dalvin Cook, a buck 80 and a touchdown. Uh, right. Justin Jefferson blowing up for 175 yards and a touch. Like, uh, I just thought the Titans were decent on decent enough on defense to stop that from happening, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Guess not. Guess Kirk Cousins got a little more left with tank than <laughs> I thought. You know, might, might not want to sell him short every week. Yeah. I, I mean, I think they're – better off when they start with a running attack and really get that going. But, um, yeah, yeah. I guess they, they kind of do that anyway, but Kirk Cousins just kind of has one of those games every once in a while. So, yeah, but Hey, let's not bury the lead. You're one to know on your lock picks. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I got faith in the Packers now. I think they're probably a top five team at least. So I don't blame you. I'd love to shoot that down, but, um, the way Aaron Rodgers is playing, it's not like uh, the Aaron Rodgers we saw last year or the year before. Right. And their defense isn't playing too terrible, I would say. I think week one they are pretty rough. but They're, they're good enough to right. win in these shootouts, you know? Right. Right. I mean, so. no Devonta Adams, too, which is crazy. Right. Yep. So, I'll take that, definitely. That's a – if it were like a survivor league, that would be a great pick, I think, for – because um, you get one of those tough – I mean, eventually you're going to have to pick a tough game, and that's, I think, would have been a tough game. So, oh, Very tough. So. Yeah. I, I mean, when you made the pick, I thought it was a little spicy. It was a, it was yeah. a hot pick. Um, it was. It's a tough game to get a read on. I mean, the Saints are coming off a loss, so you figure they're going to come out strong at home. Uh, but uh, I'll give you credit. You picked a difficult game to – to pick on and uh you got it i picked what i thought were two easy ones to pick on at least and right i got them wrong right yeah so what happened with i didn't catch much of the cardinals game but do you know what what kind of happened there yeah i think um you know a combination of a couple things um uh, i mean kyler murray was great overall in the game he did throw uh i figured it was two or three picks um one of them was a, a ball that went off a receiver's hands uh you know, turnovers in their own end, plus the Lions are just good enough on offense and the Cardinals are still pretty bad. Uh, right. I think they're just – I mean, they gave Adrian Peterson 22 carries. They kind of just controlled the, the clock. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I just think the Lions are so bad and the Cardinals are good, but clearly I'm a little off on the Cardinals being good, I think. Right. Yeah, there's. I think they'll still, with Kyler Murray only being in his second year, they're still going to have some of those games where it's like – it's just a rough night for them. Yeah. Um, you know, you just see what they do against uh, 
you know, 49ers in week one, you think, oh, they can beat good teams. Right. They can beat the Lions at home. But, <laughs> right. you know, the Lions uh, smacked them last year in the home opener, like, really bad. Um, and I think sometimes when a team does that to you, it kind of lingers over for the next year or something. You know what I mean? If you see that team again. Right. Um, so maybe there's a little bit of that in there. But uh, right. Dallas plus four and a half was like another one that killed me. Yeah. Yeah, what um, what do you think about the Cowboys still? I'm I'm still high on them. Okay. What, do you, what do you think? Did you get to catch any of that game, the 425 game? I caught some of it, and then I got stuck talking to the neighbors, so I missed I missed the comeback actually, the Cowboys. Um, yeah, because I thought Seattle was. I mean, they're whooping them, and I just thought it was over. So next thing I knew is like, what? 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 How close did they get again? I forget. It was like a one score game at least. Yeah, no, the Seahawks were up by two touchdowns, and the Cowboys right. fought back like they did the week before. I think that's going to be the theme of the, the Cowboys season, that their offense is going to be constantly trying to dig themselves out of holes that the defense creates. Right. Just like it has been in previous years. Um, you know, time will tell whether the defense figures out enough to just hold teams to field goals instead of touchdowns, maybe. But Right. Well, that's that's part of what concerns me about the Cowboys, though, and what's concerned me in the past is they're so inconsistent still. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you've had these guys for how long now? Like there should be – I know there's a new coach, but there should be some sort of consistency at this point. Yeah, I think before this year you could chalk it up to Jason Garrett not being a very good coach, but now they have a new coach. I mean, you know, you get a certain amount of leeway with him right because he's brand new but um i mean by mid-season this year they're gonna have to have it cleaned up right i think well, it's about, yeah. luckily they're in <laughs> maybe the worst division in the the league so not just that maybe the worst division i've seen in the league in the past few years right <laughs> i mean nobody might be over 500 besides the cowboys if that's even i don't know <laughs> i i mean they were cl- damn close last year so yeah. Um, it'll TJ. be interesting to see they're on track, I think, for the same same uh, outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, by the way, you got a, a neighbor that if you run outside, you get stuck talking to him for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. Me too. Nicest guy in the world. Love yep. him. Right there with but, you. But uh, like, I'll look outside the window and try to like peer my head out to see if he's, you know, like blowing any leaves or something. Right. If I just got to like make a quick run to like, you know, uh, I don't know, gas station or something, whatever. Like I'll be like, okay, this could be a right. 40 minute thing if I run into him outside. Right. Well, and that's the, we have our setup outside where we're watching the games outside. So oh, awesome. as soon as we turn, you know, to with the dogs or something like that and they're out there, it's, you know, it, it could turn into an hour easily. Yeah, on who knows what topics probably too. Right. Uh, yeah, every topic imaginable. So, so yeah, I missed a little bit of that game, which was unfortunate. But um, I always felt like the Seahawks were. I thought it would be a close game, but I always was on the Seahawks there. Um, yeah, just wasn't confident enough to take the spread. But um, speaking of spread. that division, I guess uh, maybe we should talk about the the Eagles and Bengals. Uh, with that ridiculous tie. Right. The Eagles punting to save the tie. Have you right. ever seen that no. in any sport? No, never. And I, I understand a little bit. 
um, from some of the talk shows I've heard uh, talking about how like a, a tie is better than a loss in that division, which I understand. But mm-hmm. honestly, with 19 seconds left, what's the likelihood of them losing going for it on fourth down? Like it's got to be under 5%. Oh, man. It's just I don't even think the Bengals had any timeouts left. And they already played for how long and nobody could score. So, right. But, but to me, the big problem is just the message it sends to your team. I mean, I'm sure this has been discussed at length probably in a lot of sports, sports talk shows. But, like, I just can't imagine being a player on the Eagles. And, obviously, Carson right. Wentz is a disaster right now. Doug Peterson just didn't throw – didn't trust, trust him to throw the ball downfield. So, he didn't yep. want to – like, he had nothing to work with. But I'd rather lose that game in heartbreaking fashion and at least signal to your players that – you believe in them and right. like, sure. We messed up. We were wrong. We lost, but at least I believe in you guys. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think I'm a little off with that or no, I, I totally agree. I was yelling at the TV the whole time. I'm like, yeah. like, what are they doing? Like you need to go for it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, if I were a player, I'd be freaking out. I'm sure they were. And I'm sure that's, that's probably going to linger. And right. Might be a thing. Like, I heard Doug Peterson on uh, on a Philadelphia sports talk show, radio show. Mm-hmm. He got asked if he would consider benching Carson Wentz. Who? And what was his response? He said, no, that's a knee-jerk reaction. That'd be crazy. Okay, right. But what do you think his response should – I mean, that, that's probably what his response should have been. But would you consider it if you were him? <sighs> I don't. I don't know. I think it's. I think that would be a little bit too quick of a rush to judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would probably still ride with them. Um, I mean, Jalen Hurts still. Yeah, he had that one year. Um, where was where was he last? Uh, Oklahoma and Alabama before that, right? Right, Oklahoma. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got him mixed mixed up there. Same yeah, color, so Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, they bring out like. I mean Baker Mayfield and you know all those other all these other great looking quarterbacks, but then yeah. they usually don't turn out to be much. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a that year was maybe a little bit of a fluke for him. Um, so I'm still not that highly sold on him mm-hmm. being a being a starter or anything like that in the NFL. So, but who knows? I mean, sometimes so those teams need a mix up like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I think you're spot on. I wouldn't. I mean, I, we don't see these guys in practice every day, but from where I stand, I wouldn't trust Jalen Hurts with the keys to the, the – the, it's basically the keys to the franchise. Because if you sit Carson Wentz right now, um, he's not your franchise guy anymore. Right. Like, yeah. He's still there, and he still has the same contract, but he doesn't look at himself as a franchise guy, and how can you if you're going to sit him for his backup, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's the tough part, too. I mean, they, they paid him franchise money, too, so mm-hmm. – I mean, yeah. what's worst case scenario? Uh, they start him for 16 games. He never figures it out. What's their record end up being? Like what? Like five mean, and 11 or four and 12 or something? Right. Yeah, I would think. And then they get a top five pick. Um, and you either take a quarterback to that top five pick or, you know, you see if Hertz is ready and you pick a stud wide receiver or something, like then you're back in business with that offense. Like, right. I, I don't. I don't see any downside. If they do keep Wentz in there, they might as well just keep tanking. Whatever. 
Right. Yeah, I mean, who who knows what they're – I mean, obviously, I think they still want to win. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's kind of a tough situation for them. But I think they should keep riding with riding with Wentz. Um, yeah. I don't know. He, I mean, he was freaking basically the MVP of the league at one point mm-hmm. until he got hurt. And then, you know, yeah. I mean, he's got to – I think eventually he can get back there. I just don't know um, – don't know how from here, but um, I, you know, I agree with you, even for different reasons. Uh, just because what have you got to lose? You know, he's your guy, you, you're paying him. If he sucks, then you, you draft his replacement, right? Yeah, that's what but, I think. And I mean, geez, they, they still beat the they made the playoffs last year and mm-hmm. over the Cowboys, so I mean, it's still possible, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, but you know. In the same vein of talking about bad teams, especially bad teams wearing green, uh, <laughs> didn't we discuss the the Jets a little bit before coming on here? Yeah, the Jets. Yeah, mm-hmm. you want to uh, give me your thoughts on them? Well, I mean, besides the fact that they're like historically bad, I mean, right. like they started off the game with a pick six, and then by the time right. like red zone popped them on the screen again, it was like another pick six, like. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, they do have a lot of injuries, mm-hmm. um, which doesn't help. But they are just, yeah, they're god awful. I don't, I don't, can't recall a team that's ever been that bad. Yeah, and the Colts didn't even do anything special against them. They just ran up the gut and and threw some easy passes with Philip Rivers. Like they didn't right. do anything exotic. They were just vanilla. Um, right. I, the one, so I, I've never really made futures bets before the season started. Right. Um, but before the season started, I did put money on three futures bets. Okay. Um, and one of them was the over-under on wins for the Jets this year. What do you think it was? Two and a half? It was six and a half. Six and a half? What? Uh-huh. Because they won like seven of the last eight games last season. No, that's true. So hmm. uh, I hit that because I thought that under was – I thought I thought it should have been two and a half. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's – I mean, even two and a half might be low because I'm basing it off of how – what I've seen so far. But, yeah, um, yeah maybe like three or four tops, I would think. But um, you know it's bad when you can't even get a pick off of Philip Rivers. Right? <laughs> He's like, like due for at least one a game. Yeah. So He only played like three quarters. They had Jacoby Brissett in by the fourth quarter because it was such a watch. <laughs> right. right. Oh, man. So, I mean, the, the Jaguars beat the Colts and – yeah, the Jets got smashed. So, yep. So, any other, any other games that kind of caught your eye? I mean, the Bears bringing in Nick Foles. Hey, that's a two and zero on the season, and they start they bench their starter and bring in Nick Foles after a pick he threw. That's a big deal. I think they're uh, finally uh, moving off uh, Trubisky, which is <laughs> about damn time. Right. I I like it. I I think I do too. Being being two and zero and willing to make that move, that takes some some balls, right? Yeah, I agree, and it paid off. They won the game. Yeah, isn't that when Foles at his best? I mean, three 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 TD passes in the fourth quarter. Jeez, right? Yeah, that is definitely. So, I just expect him to get better too. The more reps he gets with that starting lineup, so yeah, offense isn't bad if you take out your biscuit. I mean, Allen Robinson's good, right? Uh, 
Dave Montgomery has a lot of a draft capital behind him, so he's a high draft pick. Right. I mean, now they have a – I would say they have a deep threat now mm-hmm. with Foles throwing the ball down the field. I don't think Trubisky really had that deep threat throw. Yeah. So. Yeah. Proof is in the pudding, plus the Falcons blowing another game. But Yeah. Um, that was a debatable uh, pass interference call there at the end. But both yeah. of them were grabbing pretty hard. Yeah, I didn't like it. I, I feel like I never like when any pass interference call decides it at the end. But, um, you know, in the end, I feel like the better team still won that game. But yeah, the whistle blew. So, right. No, I agree. And uh, I know we were talking about it last week with the Bills, but I think they're uh, convincing me here, man. Dude. I think they're pretty legit. Josh Allen looks great. Man, I, I, every, like Monday through Saturday, I think about how good Josh Allen looked on Sunday. Right. And then as the week goes on, I'm kind of like, no, he's still Josh Allen. Like there must be something wrong. Like he's right. still goof kind of. Right. And then I'll watch him on Sunday again and the process start all over again. Just like this guy's amazing. Yeah. I mean, he, he looks like the real deal. Um, I kind of wanted him to, wanted to see him against the uh, Rams. Mm-hmm. because I felt like they didn't really play the greatest of teams the first two weeks. Oh, yeah. So that was kind of really my first test of, you know, coming around on him to see him play mm-hmm. against the Rams. So, yeah, he's he's up there for me. The Rams, that killed me in a, a big parlay I had, though. <laughs> I oh, a few man. hundred with it. it Just need the Rams. It, the Rams look good going into that game. And, uh, you know, the Bills' defense is no joke. That was – Allen's right. MO coming into this year's he just did enough for the defense to win it, you know? Yeah. And yep. uh, he's winning shootouts now. Right. Do you yeah. have the face masking call that he got called on him? I did not see that one now. Some uh D and or D lineman came up came to sack him in the pocket, and he just put his hand in this lineman's face and grabbed his face mask and like threw him down to the ground and started backpedaling and just like chucked a, a bomb. Like <laughs> really? Did they call it? Yeah. I've never seen a quarterback get called for face masking before. Oh, that's funny. I'm surprised <laughs> I didn't see that on like Twitter at all. Oh yeah. It was like the 15 yard major foul too. It wasn't like that five <laughs> yards for like touching it. You know? All right. I'm starting to like him a little bit more. Just throwing someone to the ground and then chucking a bomb. Man, I'm telling you, I, I think, um, He's just as impressive of an athlete as, like, I wouldn't say, I think Kyle Murray's a really impressive athlete, but he's just as impressive to me as, like, almost Lamar Jackson or, like, Pat Mahomes. Like, he's right. this massive human who can just right. just bulldoze people. It's it's pretty fun. I like someone's comparison. They talked about uh, he's, like, a more athletic Big Ben. Yes. It's probably a little a good bit comparison. stronger of an arm. Yeah. Uh, like. 15 years younger and you know if ben was like had nba player athleticism like i think josh allen's like fast too you know right right well that's what i mean he's he's got a little bit more speed and he's more of a running threat uh, threat than big ben ever was so oh man he's fun to watch we'll see uh, as the year continues you know yeah so What did you think about the uh, the Steelers? I feel like they always get off to a slow start, and that's going to bite them in the ass here sooner than later. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I, I, overall, I, since the game ended on such a high note, uh, you know, 11 unanswered points in the second half, I got to say, you know, I'm okay with the end result. Um, right. Because they made the adjustments. Right. Which they usually don't do. They usually play it tight till the end. Right. Um, I mean, man, I, I just, uh, hey, you know, a win's a win. The Texans were desperate to come out of there with a win. Right. And the Steelers didn't let Sean Watson kill them. Right. No, they, yeah, they played great. I thought the defense played um, exceptional. And uh, James Conner continues to uh, bring karma to my shit talking on him. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, which is a good thing. I'm happy for him. Um, he looked good, too. He, he's playing well, yeah. Yeah, you know, a, a guy that you never really know what to expect on any given carry. Um, right. It could be beautiful. It could be horrible. Right. Uh, yep. But, the, you know, the offense is loaded. Big Ben, I think Big Ben's been starting games slow and getting better as the game goes on. Right. Uh, which, you know, Big Ben's always been a little streaky. But, you know, overall, hey, you got to be happy with the offense. You got to be happy with the defense. I, I, just overall, yeah. I think it was solid enough, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I, I just – you watch that uh, Chiefs-Ravens game last night, and it's just like, God, if they were playing the Steelers the way they started out, I mean, that, that would have been a bloodbath, I think. Yeah. So that's just one of those – that's why, like, those slow starts are making me nervous because you catch someone like the Chiefs or someone with offensive firepower, and they get off hot right to start, they're in trouble. Oh. Well – I, I mean, to be clear, I guess, is I don't think anybody could beat the Chiefs in the NFL right now. It's just right. the well, Chiefs are going to show up one day and not be on point, you know? Right. There was uh, Nick Wright tweeted out yesterday. Um, he's like, that'll be the last time the Chiefs the Chiefs ever get points in Vegas. Yeah. For how long? The next 10 years, maybe? Right. Yeah. I mean, there's, a, there's no reason to give them points. Do you foresee... Pat Mahomes not being the greatest quarterback of all time. Like, I mean, is it like a 50-50 chance he is, or is it even more sure of a thing than that? I mean, he's already got a Super Bowl. And uh, an MVP. And MVP, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's got to be at least 50-50, I'd say, if not slightly over that. Yeah. I mean, it's just – it does look inevitable. Right. So, as long as he stays healthy and, I mean – he does have exceptional weapons around him. That... And that's going to be a thing as time continues. Right. Andy right. Reid won't be there forever. Right. Well, that's true, too. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. But he's definitely well on his way of uh, becoming the best quarterback um, potentially ever. Now, the one thing I would give Tom Brady an edge on is I feel like he, you know, this might come with experience with Mahomes, but he can kind of take control of a game and, you know, be almost be like his own offensive coordinator, calling plays and things like that. So, yeah, I think that's something that Mahomes will learn as he gets older. Mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, that that's something I would like to see him progress in. Yeah. It, you know, he's going to have to, once the physical gifts start evening out and for him, he has so many, like his arm is so ridiculous. It'll never be like, middle of the pack in the NFL. It'll always be top five, top 10, even when he's probably 38, you know? Right. But at some point, 
the zip on the ball is going to slow down just enough for defenses to catch up probably. And yeah, he's going to have to develop the mental, you know, he seems to have it already, but right. we'll see if there's a lot to play out. I just think uh, every time I watch him, man, it's like, it's, it's, it's like the best version of football you could possibly watch. Right. It's hard to take your eyes off the, off the TV when he's out there. Yeah. It, what, a, what a great time to be an NFL fan. You got Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, two totally different styles of football. Right. And then you have the Kyler Murrays and the Josh Allens coming up in between where it's like, well, they're really exciting, but are right. they winners, you know? Right. And, I mean, they're not far behind. Like, they're all close in age, too, which is nice. Yeah. And not like, to it's mention, rare you get that. You know, not to mention uh, who else, like the Russ Wilsons. Um, right. Dak. Uh for me, I'm a big Dak fan, but yeah, I'm still not there on him, but but potentially, yeah. yeah. Watson, you know, it's it's a it's a fun fun time, right? Yeah, it is. Um, so what do you think? I, I tweeted out the other day or yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, it may have been this morning even. What do you think about me saying um, Lamar Jackson's like the Giannis of the NFL? And when I say that, I mean. Like when they're actually in big games and people are able to game plan for them, mm-hmm. their weaknesses really show and it really kind of hurts the team. And I feel like that's kind of what happened a little bit last night. You know, I, I think this year will dictate whether or not what you said is completely true because for Giannis, it's been what two years of being the MVP and then disappointing in the playoffs. Right. Uh, I mean, Lamar, he doesn't have to win MVP this year for us to start judging him like the MVP still. But, um, you know, I think there's a lot to back up what you're saying. I think, I think, uh, I think Lamar gets his stats against everybody. I think his team wins 90% of the time, but until he does it against a team that looks just as good as hit uh, as his, if not better, like the chiefs, basically the chiefs at this point. Right. Uh, it's fair to question, you know? Yeah. Well, and even after last night, I'm curious to see the Steelers against them. I feel like our defense can really give him trouble. Yeah, I, they did last year. Um, yeah. I think they'll continue to do so this year. The thing with Lamar is when he has an off game, it's that much worse because um, their offense isn't designed for like, you know, Breeze and Rivers back in the day could have an off game and still put up 300, 350 yards because – you know, their offense like depended on them even just throwing crossing routes or short kind of dink and dumps and getting yards after the catch. But right, uh, Lamar, he can't really throw the ball downfield very well when he's off. Like he doesn't have right. a structure, I guess. Right. Now, I didn't catch the whole game, but some of it when I that I caught, um, his offensive line didn't really help him either. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was quickly under pressure. And some of the times I don't even think they they didn't even block a few guys. Like, they came yeah. right off the edge, like, and he had literally a half second to do something. And, of course, you have to – I would say you have to run at that point, you know. Yeah. So. It, it, it was getting ugly all around. I think uh, the Ravens just weren't clicking. Yeah. All right. Um, well, let's um, let's hop back in then and talk about mm-hmm. uh, week four and what we uh, – are maybe our um, picks of the week. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was saying I still kind of like the Broncos against the Jets. Mm-hmm. I see on FanDuel here it dropped a minus one and a half for Broncos, and it's plus 100. So it's basically a pick em game. 
Mm-hmm. I still feel like the Broncos' defense is good enough to really kind of keep the Jets at bay. And then, I, I mean, Broncos still have Melvin Gordon to, to run the ball with. So I still feel like they can still pull it out, even though they're on their third string quarterback. But, right. So you know, I'm going to go with that some, as a pick. You know, I, I can wrap my head around that. They have some weapons on offense, right? Like, it's right. not a, the cupboard isn't bare for the Broncos completely. Right. And like we were talking about earlier, earlier the Jets have you know a bunch of injuries as well on the offensive side, so they're not like some powerhouse. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you never feel too bad betting against the Jets. I think it's a it's a safe way to go. Right. Uh, so, mm-hmm. I was uh, gonna say my lock of the week. I'm just gonna hop into it. Yeah. Um, do it. I like the Cardinals minus three and a half over the Panthers. I like that one too. So. That was one I was going to talk to you about because earlier on FanDuel, the uh, minus three and a half was at minus 105. Hmm. And then I went into the um, that buy sell of points and it was plus 100 at the minus three. So I found that kind of interesting. Really? But now on FanDuel, it's at plus three or it's at uh, plus 100. Well, I guess maybe some early action kind of driving down the number. But um... yeah. You know, we expected the Panthers to be one of the worst teams in the league, and they've shown some some scrappiness. Um, right. It's an outdoor game. You think maybe that slows down the cards? I don't know. I, I don't know what the thought process is to the number being so low for the Cardinals to win this game. Yeah, I don't either. Is it just because they look so good in the last game, and then the Cardinals just lost? I mean, that's, I feel like that is what happened. Probably a small sample size to to you know set the number with, so you can right. kind of go to give some extra weight to the previous game. I'd like that number too, though. I had my eye on that one. I think it's a good pick. Yeah. And then uh, my third one to round out the week, I think I'm going to go with the, uh, I think I like the Seahawks over the Dolphins minus six and a half. Minus six and a half. Oh, I thought that was eight and a half. Six and a half is a great, uh, great spot for them if it were seven i would be a little bit more skeptical but i, I yeah. like six and a half and the way the seahawks have been playing um i think they'll be able to handle the dolphins a little bit better than some of these other teams so yeah. i don't expect them to uh have the game that they had last week against the jaguars yeah i mean they just beat the uh, uh the cowboys by a touchdown you know you figured they could beat the dolphins by a touchdown too right 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 yeah, I, so I like that as well. Those Definitely. are my uh, those are my three picks for this week. So mm-hmm. I I like two of those picks a lot, and I those are two picks I have my eye on. But I think there's a couple other things I like out there enough. Um, so you know, Steelers Titans. I'm going to be curious where the line comes out on that one because if it's in Tennessee, if Tennessee's favorite, I, I'll, I'll take the Steelers and points on that. But we don't know the line yet. Right. Well, we don't even know if they're going to play. We don't even know. Yeah, it's a good point. Same with Vikings, Texans. Um, But, you know, setting that one aside, a couple things I'm interested in. I like the Saints um, minus four against the Lions. Okay. Uh, Yeah. And I don't like the Saints. Like, I'm not saying this because I think the Saints are going to have a bounce back and they're going to look really good. Right. I just think the Lions aren't that good. Defense. Right. Um, the Saints are going to be on the road in Detroit, but it's still in a dome. Um, right. That's something that the Saints are very comfortable with. Right. Uh, Kamara's been 
you know, he's been an ult- just a huge weapon this year. Right. Um, I think Drew Brees will just scrape together enough with uh, the uh, tight ends and wideouts to, I mean, win by a touchdown, win by double digits maybe. I just right. – I don't see how the Lions are going to keep up the score with the Saints. Right. The Saints deep bottom five in the NFL. Right. Yeah, no, I, I like that pick. I've, I was eyeing that up. Um, it's actually at minus four and a half on FanDuel. And the Saints are plus plus 100 on that line. Oof, I, I like that. Yeah. Um, I like the Saints a lot there. I like, uh, you know, one team I'm not high on this year, but I like this week. Uh, another team, because I guess Saints are kind of like that, are the Buccaneers. Um, okay. So what's the line read for them in the Chargers? Because I'm seeing minus seven. Uh, it says minus seven and a half on here. It doesn't matter. I think they impose their will a little bit. Um, I think the Chargers are really bad. I don't think we're right appropriately gauging how bad they are. I think they're worst team in the league bad. I mean, yeah, they barely snuck by the uh, Bengals. Um, right. Well, and the they, Steelers they, struggled against them, I think, because of the quarterback change. So they, just, they or, didn't even have a the chance Chiefs. to game plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. And I think that's kind of skewed how we look at the Chargers. Um, but they struggled against the Panthers last week. It wasn't pretty. Um, yeah. I just think they're really bad on offense in particular. Um, I think the Buccaneers are really good on defense. So I think they, you know, are going to uh, kind of do what they want. I think Brady's just sharp enough that he's going to pick apart their defense. I, I think it could get ugly. Right. Um, well, plus four nets. Uh, Fournette's really starting to come in the offense, and he's run the ball well. Yeah, they're feeding him, huh? Yep. It, you know, if you uh, if you don't have a chip on your shoulder, a guy like Leonard Fournette can break your your will, your spirit pretty quick. You know. <laughs> yes, he can. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to take them in my my lock of the week. The game I like best is I'm going to double down on the Cowboys because okay. I've been. Um, I've been big on the Cowboys. They let me down last week. I just don't see how they don't beat the Browns by a full touchdown or more. Yeah. I don't the know. Browns man. are just... one of those weird teams, man. I just. And so are the Cowboys. So I guess I kind of right. get that number. Right. But talent wise, I just think, uh, I think the Cowboys are on another planet than the Browns. Right. And I hate just betting on talent, but I, I'm going to do that on this occasion. All right, that's a risky one. We'll see yeah. how it t- we'll see how it pans out. You know, I just I just don't think the Browns can play catch up. I think Baker Mayfield's not good at all. Right. And, uh, no, I I agree. I think he's a bit overrated, but yeah, I haven't liked anything I've seen from him. But I'm, I'm I think the Cowboys are going to boat race him a little bit. All right. Nice. Well, real quick, I need to tell you about my. Uh, my um bets from last week yeah i hit some uh some big ones here Mm -hmm. so i messed around with the spread numbers and i hit all the one o'clock games plus the indie game um on barstool's sports book yeah which i'm having trouble pulling up but i hit i I picked them all picked Um, them all right with the spreads with the spreads what but i met i fudged the numbers so like i had the bills plus three and a half over the Rams. So wait, Bills at three and a half over the Rams? Yeah. 
So I, I switched the numbers. Like I took the Buccaneers plus three and a half over the Broncos. So uh, it was minus three sixty for that. And you just bet them all straight, like after, like with the numbers. Yeah, with the with the numbers I put in, and yeah, it was. I mean, like then I had the Colts minus two and a half over the Jets. I think they were, I think they were minus eleven and a half mm-hmm. at first, like for the regular spread. So yeah. I just dropped them all the way down to minus two and a half, and it was minus four seventy, which isn't terrible, mm-hmm. especially when you're parlaying them. Yeah, I was gonna say did you parlay some of those. Yeah, I parlayed all of them. Oh, that's that had to hit pretty good. Yeah, so the the one the one on uh, Barstool, um, I, I won over a thousand bucks on it. Oh my I won god! Like twelve hundred, dude. What? Yeah. Oh, congrats! That's a huge yeah. weekend. Thank you. And oh, then, well, so I did another one on FanDuel, and this is the one I'll read off to you. It's similar. Mm-hmm. So I took the Bengals plus seven and a half against the Eagles at minus one seventy. Yeah. I took the Texans plus ten and a half against the Steelers at minus two thirty. Mm-hmm. which I was nervous there at the end because we were at the one-yard line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that And luckily they nailed it. Otherwise, I would have been done for. Oh, that's wild. But then I, I was a little too conservative with the Buccaneers. I took them plus three over the Broncos, which was minus 360. Um, then I had the Bills plus three and a half at the Rams uh, mm-hmm. because I still thought the Rams might win that game, but I figured it would be close. And then I took the Colts minus two and a half over the Jets, which yeah. I probably could have. I was a little, maybe a little too conservative with that, but that put the odds at plus four thirty four with just those teams. Threw another hundred hundred bucks down. That was a five thirty four win. Oh so. my god, dude, you're cleaning up out here. How are yeah. you? Yeah, so I had a monster week. <laughs> oh, you know, I, now that you mention it, I've done that before uh, buying points, but I've never had that kind of success with it. Yeah, so now I'm hooked on buying points. Like I, I think I, I did it. Again. I already picked one for today, uh, for the week. Oh, but I, I kept the Cardinals at minus three and a half. <laughs> I got them for uh, plus one hundred points. I took the Ravens over Washington at minus three and a half, mm-hmm. um, which is um, minus three sixty. Okay, but they're favored by thirteen. So I dropped their points down. I took the Bucks plus three and a half over the Chargers, which maybe was a little too conservative. But they're minus that's minus five fifty. Yeah. Um I took the Saints plus three and a half over the Lions. That's minus three ten. Mm-hmm. I have the Rams at minus three and a half over the Giants. That's another minus three sixty. Bills over the Raiders. I took the Bills plus seven and a half points because I you never know what you're going to get from the Raiders. Yeah. So that's minus 490, but I feel like that's a comfortable number. Oh, yeah. Um, And then I basically took the Packers' money line at minus 340. Um, To wrap it all up on Monday night. To wrap it all up. So I put 150 bucks down. It would pay out 1600 Whoa. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I'm going to be rooting for you. I might be – playing this podcast down and slowing it down to get some of your picks later because uh wow, it sounds like you had a killer weekend in dude if you're hot i mean you got well, i mean it was still stressful some of them were very close um but I'm i mean down, at least yeah. i feel comfortable with those numbers you know so it's not like i'm sweating out these vegas lines that they have 
you know, so yeah, really on, more so on purpose mm-hmm. to try to make you lose. So I feel like these numbers are at least more in my favor mm-hmm. to help me in the long run. So that's uh, that's my interesting pick for uh, for this week. So I like it. You found share. your uh, found your new edge. Yeah, right. <laughs> Until it doesn't work this week, and then, uh, then I'm just like back to the ground zero. I have 100 hit rate, but if it hits just enough. Keep right. in the green. That's right. What it's all about. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, I love that. Yeah. So, man. All right, man. Well, I think that's good to wrap up uh, this week of um, NFL talk, unless there's something else you got. Yeah. Um, no, I think that, uh, that about probably does it for everything. All right. Sounds good. Well, Anyone out there listening, thanks for thanks for checking in. Give us a follow or a like. Um, let us know your thoughts in the comments, and uh, we'll keep this going. Yeah, thanks a lot. All right, Kev. Yep, yeah, thanks. Yeah.